Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening to The Countdown on this Monday night. I usually say Monday evening, but it's basically nighttime because it's getting dark at like 6.30 in the afternoon. That's how you know it's getting into the cold weather, but that's okay. That's okay because, you know, what that means the holiday season, the holiday season is going to be coming around very, very soon. It's basically already here for me. I'm a big eggnog fan. I'm drinking on my eggnog. Gonna start watching Home Alone soon, Kevin Callister. You already know how it goes, but uh, before uh, all that happens, we still got some sports to talk about today. A lot of NFL, some NBA things I want to discuss, and then my top 10 NFL teams uh, at the end for my last but not least. Briefly, the Eagles just traded for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is obviously not good anymore. He's a backup for a reason. If you're backing up Jalen Hurts, you're obviously not very good. But it is going to be nice to be able to see Joe Flacco play um, for at least three weeks, uh, or at least two weeks, two to four weeks. Uh, That is going to be interesting to see him play for the Jets. But let's hop into last night. The Colts and 49ers. I want to tell you guys something. Carson Wentz is back. Why does nobody talk about this? Carson Wentz is back. Wentz has played amazing, and his passer rating has been over 100 in each of his last four games. The Colts definitely picked up the pace in the last few weeks. I mean, here's the thing, guys. The Colts really do look like a playoff team. Who doesn't think that? Who doesn't think that the Colts can make the playoffs? Um, I understand that they're 3-4, and four, but look at their losses. Their first loss was in week one against the Seahawks with arrested Russell Wilson. The Rams, who were the hottest team in the NFL in week two. Don't question that. Uh, The Titans, who just proved maybe earlier in the season you could have been like, oh man, the Titans. I mean, incredible loss, but maybe they should have made it closer. The Titans in the last couple of weeks look like they can make make a deep playoff run in the playoffs this season. And the Ravens, who I know they got blown out. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Who, although uh, beat them, the Colts did control that game for three and a half quarters. They did control the Ravens that entire game. Lamar Jackson is just different. The Ravens are still a good team. Uh, but the Colts are a good team. We know what their defense can do. We saw it last um, year. Darius Leonard, obviously a Pro Bowl caliber defender. Their defense is really good. Um even against a team like the uh, the Bills in the wild card last season, we saw them hold the Bills to 27 points, which actually is not that bad. Um, we saw we we seen them play over the course. They held the Texans too, although I know they have Davis Mills, but still they did hold them to a field goal. And we saw last night um, the 49ers, who have a considerably decent offense, despite their quarterback position, they held the 49ers to only 18 points. Um, the Colts also now have an established run game with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is officially a star. I would, he's definitely a top 10 running back now. Definitely top 10. He's played amazing this season. But I think the Colts could still use some more weapons on the receiving side of things, but they still have receivers like Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton, who's still dealing with injuries, man. He is back, though, technically. Uh, they do have weapons on the offensive end. So, um... Just look to see what we see from the Colts uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, 
Also, another thing, Carson Wentz, is, is it just me, or does he just look way more athletic than he ever has before? Carson Wentz is like an athletic QB. I mean, he scrambles all the time now. We saw him run into the end zone. Uh, I believe that was last night. I'm not sure. Um, the Colts in the coming weeks, they play the Titans next week. That's their second. That's the second uh, matchup between them. It's in Indianapolis. The Titans are on fire. We're going to see. We're going to see. That's one of my big games this week. We're going to see. We are going to see. Two really, really hot teams. Two potential playoff teams. The Titans are better than the Colts overall. I'm not saying that they're not. The Titans are going to make the playoffs. The Colts are going to be in the back end. Maybe a wild card team. But I think the Colts could really beat them this week, man. Then they got the Jets and the Jaguars. Those are two pretty good wins. So even if they lose to the Titans, they're still going to be at 500 um, around the middle of November. So they're going to be looking good. Bills and Buccaneers, those are L's. Texas and Patriots, Dubs. Cardinals, L. Raiders in in the in in the in, at Lucas Oil, I'd probably give them a dub. And then the Jaguars, so they could really be above 500 at the end of the season, despite having one of the toughest records in the NFL, if you ask me. Um, but overall, uh, the Colts were on a two game winning streak. I like what I've seen from them. Not much to say about the 49ers at this point. Um, I've, ex- I've expressed um, numerous times why I was wrong about the 49ers. Uh, their defense has declined a lot since their Super Bowl season, and that quarterback position is just not figured out. I know Trey, we haven't got to see a whole lot of Trey Lance, but he hasn't looked like he hasn't looked as good as Mac Jones or even Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields, I mean, well, I'm not going to compare him to Justin Fields. Justin Fields has they're they're really similar, but Justin Fields has just got more time. But from what we've seen from Trey Lance, he doesn't look like a star. So they may actually have to go out. Maybe they could enter the Deshaun Watson sweep te- sweepstakes. Maybe they could uh, go in free agency. Maybe they can make a trade. I don't know. But they may have to actually go out and get a new quarterback. Uh, let me switch to NBA for a minute. Let me switch to NBA for a minute. The Lakers are obviously always going to be the hottest topic in the NBA. The only other teams that could really compete um, market-wise with the Lakers would be like uh, maybe the Clippers if they were just on fire and Kawhi was like going off and PG was playing good. But overall, I would say Golden State and Brooklyn and Milwaukee because Milwaukee isn't a big market, but where they won the championship last year, a lot of people do think that they're going to be a dynasty. So those are probably the, the three to four main teams. Uh, so you know that you know that the Lakers are going to be talked about a lot, a lot. And they're the most talked about team in the NBA, despite them being 0-2. Um, people are I really think people are overreacting on the Lakers, but let's talk about it. Over the last week, people are already given up on the Lakers. They haven't played good, no I mean they haven't played good. They haven't played good. They played all right. They haven't played bad, like a lot of people say. Losing their first two games by seven or more. They barely beat the Grizzlies last night, which a lot of people are banging up on the Lakers for that. I understand, but, like, did the Grizzlies not make the playoffs last season? Did they not beat uh, Steph Curry, the NBA scoring leader? Did they not go into Golden State and beat him? Um, However, the Lakers are not a bad team, like I said. I still believe that the Lakers will mesh together well. The squad is completely revamped. That's also a problem with LeBron's career. The squad is completely revamped. Russell Westbrook has never played with LeBron or Anthony Davis. Melo has never played with LeBron or Anthony Davis. 
Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard um, should be all right. But I mean, who knows? Um, maybe he has some chemistry issues. I mean, you, you don't you don't know. You you really don't know. But I do think the chemistry will be great. A lot of the players have been in the league for a long time. And although a lot of people make the argument, you know, oh, that means that they're old, they're washed. Uh, the chemistry will mess together. LeBron's known Trevor Ariza since he was in high school. Dwight Howard's been on the Lakers. Russell Westbrook um, and LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James has went on social media back when Russell Westbrook won the, uh, his 2016 MVP. Set, told everybody how much respect he has for him. AD and Westbrook are the closest of friends. So the chemistry is not going to be a problem. I, I do think it's going to take a little bit of time, though. And the Lakers play the Spurs, Thunder, and Cavs, and Rockets to finish out October. I guess we will see if they're really as bad as we think to start the season. Because if they lose to any of those teams, I mean, you could definitely make the argument. But I think they're going to win those games. I think they're going to win out October. And it's going to give the Lakers the confidence to make a little uh, – Little uh, early season run here. But yeah, the Lakers, they're fine. They're fine. They are fine. The Spurs don't really have anybody after DeMar DeRozan. They'll win that game. The Thunder are still young. They'll win that. The Cavs uh, are actually a lot better than they were last season. But they're not going to be L.A. And the Rockets are still um, obviously in in a rebuilding mode, although I do like Jalen Green. Let's transition back to the NFL for just a little bit. I'm just going to talk about this. The Titans blow out the Chiefs. Every thought and prediction I had on the Kansas City Chiefs, I wish I could have took back. I looked at last year and I was like, well, Patrick Mahomes, he's the best player in the NFL. I still stand by that. Uh, And it's like, you know, they won the Super Bowl in 2019. They lost in 2020. It's the year of revenge. Chiefs are going to come back and win. They suck. They need a new running back. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has like three good games a season. I love the dude. I actually love the dude. If he actually came to my my, my team, I would actually be so excited. But he's just not the. He's just not a Super Bowl running back. He's just not a Super Bowl running back. Darrell Williams is not a Super Bowl running back. Uh, the Chiefs' defense was barely good enough to win a Super Bowl when they did win a Super Bowl. Uh, that was a big question in the 2019 playoff run. They um the Chiefs defense stepped up enough to win that um game against San Francisco, but last season we saw how bad they were. It's gotten worse. The Chiefs defense is worse than it was last season, and that was a talk all season. Last season, you know, Chiefs defense sucks. I, I stepped up and I was like, they're gonna be fine in the playoffs. We've seen it before. That didn't happen. This season, I was like. They've got some new pieces on the defense. They're going to be fine. Didn't happen again. I don't know what they're doing. The offensive line has gotten better, but it's still de- it's in it's in the middle. It's it's mediocre. It's not bad. Uh, but I mean, heck with the offensive line. I think they need defense more than anything. Their defense is putting up is letting teams put up like. High numbers, and it's just not what you need. Uh, the offense is still a problem, though. I'm not saying Mahomes is having a great season because he's not. He's not having an MVP season. Uh, I'm actually starting to think that Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey may not be enough depth on the receiving end. 
Uh, I could get flamed for that. I'm not sure. But, I mean, overall, this team has some serious things to fix that they still want to make a run this season. I still think they can. Are they Super Bowl material? I, I don't know. I don't know. It could still happen. I'll stand by my I'll stand by my prediction just because um I'm not I'm, you know I'm not I'm not a I'm not hypocritical. I stand by my opinion, my prediction. But I mean no question they're gonna have to have some things to fix. I still think they can make the playoffs. But I mean we're just gonna have to see, I guess. Scoring three on the Titans defense is not cutting it. That Titans defense was like one of the worst defenses in playoff history last season. Now they're shutting down Patrick Mahomes and a historic offense to three points. That's the Titans defense. I'm not saying it hasn't improved, but that's not the Titans defense. That's just the Chiefs offense struggling to move the ball. The Bills put up 31 on that defense as well. All I got to say about Tennessee, they look like Super Bowl contenders. They look like Super Bowl contenders. I'm not going to lie to you. They really, really do. Let's move on to the Bengals playoff contenders. It's time for me to give Cincinnati their respect. The Cincinnati Bengals squad is 5-2. and two. Their squad was good, to, good from the start with their only bad loss coming from Chicago. They almost beat the team that was at the top of the league last season, Green Bay. They took them to overtime. Um, if their kicker would have kicked the field goal, they, they would have beat Green Bay. Uh but most of all, they just beat the Ravens 41-17. to I did not see that coming at all. I didn't even have the Bengals winning that game, let alone having them blow the Ravens out. Uh, Ravens, The Ravens were one of the hottest teams in the NFL until yesterday. It was the biggest win of the week for any team, and Joe Burrow had two touchdowns to show out. You look at a team like the Lions, who have come close to beating everybody. They've come close to beating everybody, except for two teams. Green Bay and Cincinnati. Their worst loss was Cincinnati. 38 to 11. The Jets will lose to Cincinnati next week. The Browns could even lose to Cincinnati. I mean, who knows? Maybe with Baker Mayfield, the Bengals might still be better than the Browns. We really don't know. I don't think their defense is better, but their defense is hotter. They're playing better right now. I'll tell you that. The Jets will lose to the Bengals next week. Um, and the Browns, like I said, could be in trouble if they don't have Baker Mayfield. They could be anyways. Um, here's the thing, man. The way this Bengals schedule has been going, they really do look like a playoff team. Their schedule is not that hard. Pittsburgh's not very good. Ravens are good. I, I, I think they'll still split. I mean, I think the Ravens, something happened yesterday. I still think that they're a good team. Uh, the Browns are having injuries. I mean, they really could go to the playoffs. They could go they could make it past the wild card round the way they're playing right now. They're playing some really good football. Um but most of all it's just great to see over the course of the offseason how much the Bengals improved offensively and defensively. I think the offense obviously Joe Burrow has played amazing. I think it has a lot to do with uh Jamar Chase, who's right now is probably the offensive rookie of the year. Tyler Boyd who has stepped up Joe Mixon, who's become really a top 10 running back, top 15 running back. I think the offense all around has just played amazing. And I like what I'm seeing from the Bengals. So are the Bengals playoff playoff contenders? Absolutely. 
real quick, I just this is gonna be a quick one, a little subtopic. I um talked about the I talked about the Lions a minute ago. Will the Lions win a game this year? I think they will. They've came close to everything like I said, except Green Bay and Cincinnati. I've it's the most impressive 0 17. 0 and 0 and 7 team I've ever seen. The Lions might be the best 0 and 7 team of all time. I'm being serious. They almost beat the Ravens. They almost beat the Vikings. I mean, they almost beat almost everybody. They really shouldn't be in 0 and 7. They should be like 2 and 5. Uh, I think it'll be week 13 against the Vikings. The Lions. They don't know. They don't know how to close out games. I do have. Um, my question is on their coach, who uh, I like his energy, but I just don't know if he's the right direction for the franchise. Uh, week 13 versus Minnesota, I think they get their revenge on Minnesota's kick to beat them. It's in Detroit. So, uh, overall, I think I, the Lions may not win more than one game. I think they will. I think they win about three or four. Right, three, to, three to four, somewhere around there. But I think they get their first win, Week 13, against Minnesota. The All-American College Basketball first team came out. Point guard was Colin Gillespie. Shooting guard was Johnny Juzang. Um, I guess small forward, Trace Jackson Davis. And in the front court, we have Kofi Cockburn and Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy, obviously, I think, will win Player of the Year this season. I just wanted to go over that. College basketball will be on the countdown very, very soon. Probably later this week, around Friday or next week. The ca- ca- college basketball is coming, guys. It's coming in strong. It's going to be a great season. There's so something I like about this season. We thought last year there was a lot of star power and there was a lot of dom- dominant teams, a lot of dominance in college basketball. There are so many teams that can win the national title, really. Gonzaga can win it. They can. UCLA can win it. Kansas, they can win it. They got Remy Martin who I really think could have been the missing piece for this team. Duke didn't look amazing, but um, a report came out that they had a scrimmage against Villanova, and they won by 29 points. Uh, Kentucky's got a stacked roster. They and they really do. That's my team, but they really do have a stacked roster. Severe Willer from uh, Georgia transfer. Kellen Grady, one of the top transfers in the country from Davidson. Ty Ty Washington, who's one of the best point guards uh Freshman point guards in the country. Uh, Davion uh, Mintz, who uh, is probably the best player on the team, maybe. It, it's really, really close. He was the best player on, he was the best player on the team last season. Keon Brooks, who has struggled. He, he struggled his freshman and sophomore year, but I think junior year he takes the next step. Um, that's one of the main leaders of this team. I think he plays exceptional. But yeah, college basketball is going to be coming very, very soon on the countdown. I just wanted to say that. Uh, a couple more topics before we get to last but not least. Devontae Adams went on injured reserve just a few hours ago. This That is a huge blow for the Packers. Devontae is currently second in catches and third in receiving yards this season. We all know how good of a wide receiver Devontae Adams is. I've always said that I think DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver. There's no doubt that Devontae Adams is the best or second best receiver in the league. We are really going to go. We are really going to see if this team is as Devontae Adams reliant as we think. They have the struggling Chiefs in a couple weeks, but they obviously have Arizona for Thursday night football. 
uh, this Thursday. That's a big primetime game. That might be the biggest primetime game of the year so far. 6-0 versus 5-1. I wish the Packers were 6-0. That would be really, really cool. Um, Cardinals are the hottest team, best team in the NFL right now. We're going to see if that Packers offense is as good um, is as good without Devontae Adams. Um, and in three weeks, uh, they had the Seahawks, who may have Russell Wilson back. So the Seahawks could be back, and that could be a, a legitimate contender and a legitimate team that could beat Green Bay. Uh, if he's out for more time, we could even see the Packers face the Rams, but I'm excited to see uh, the Packers play without Devontae Adams just to see if the offense can still function the same way. The defense has actually played really, really well as of late. Just want to see if the Packers can still function offensively without their star receiver. I don't talk about baseball a lot on here. It's time for a little bit. My Red Sox got beat by the Houston Astros in six games. Very, very heartbreaking. I wanted to see my Red Sox in the World Series. I do legit- legitimately think that my Boston Red Sox could be the next, next dynasty, probably along with the Dodgers in the MLB. But the Atlanta Braves did beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. I know that the Braves had injuries. I know the Braves had injuries. But the Do- there was a lot of Do- uh, injuries on the LA Dodgers side of the field. The Astros are healthy. They proved dominance over the Red Sox. They proved they can close out games late. I believe in week five is when they won 9-2. So I'm going to have the Houston Astros to beat the Atlanta Braves 4-2. And, you know, that's not that's not a prediction I'm going to get on here and be like, oh, my, you know. But, I mean, the Braves could really win it. Atlanta Braves could really win it. Despite LA Dodgers' injuries, I mean the Braves still had injuries and they played well against that that the uh, the Dodgers. The Dodgers with out with the injuries would have beat the Braves though. The um, Braves didn't beat the Dodgers by very much anyhow. But that is my World Series prediction: Astros four to two. Last but not least. This is my top 10 NFL teams following week seven. Number 10 is the Chargers. They had their bye week um, this last week, yesterday. Uh, They did not play. The last game we saw them play, they did get blown out by Baltimore, 34-6. So I have them below the Ravens. But I like what Justin Herbert has done this season. The defense has not been bad. Herbert has weapons. Austin Eckler has played well and actually established himself as one of the best receiving backs in the league, in my opinion. So I have the Chargers at 10. Nine is Baltimore. You could have flip-flopped these teams, but Baltimore did really run over L.A. So, although the Ravens got blown out yesterday, I still have them in my top 10. Lamar has played well. The Ravens were one of the hottest teams in the NFL before yesterday. Uh... No doubt the defense is still top tier. Like I've said before, I think Lamar Jackson's weapons are really underrated. Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, but Latavius Murray has stepped up as a decent, above decent running back, a good running back. So I have the Ravens at nine. 
A is the Bengals. I'm giving the Bengals their respect on this episode. This week, the Bengals are going to get the utmost respect for me. They are 5-2. and two. They blew out the Baltimore Ravens. They almost beat the Packers. I've talked about this. I talked about this in the episode um, earlier in the episode. But the Bengals are on fire right now. They're well-rounded. Joe Mixon is the top 10, top 15 running back. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, they have weapons. Their defense has surprisingly stepped up and been well. They're very well-rounded, and I have the Bengals at 8. Number 7 is the Titans. The Titans could be higher in a couple weeks. They got the Colts. They beat the Colts. They go to Indianapolis and beat the Colts. Which, by the way, my arm. Which, by the way, my honorable mentions for my top ten list are the Colts and the Las Vegas Raiders. If the Titans can beat the Colts and they continue to win, they could be at the top of this list. But where they were just so low, it's hard to bring them back up. Super duper high. But they they did beat the two teams that were in the AFC Championship game last season. So they really look like they can make a deep playoff run. Titans at seven. Six is the Cowboys, just like the Chargers. They had a bye week, but still no question um, the type of level of play they've been on this season. Their defense has stepped up. Trayvon Diggs is arguably the best corner in the league. Um, the first week or two, the Cowboys' um, running game was a liability. Now they have one of the best um, running games in the NFL with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. That Prescott is playing like an MVP. I like what I've seen for the Cowboys. They're number six. Five is Green Bay. Okay. Green Bay is this high for a reason. They play Arizona on thir- uh, Thursday, right? I think they have a chance to win that game. And I think they can go toe-to-toe down to the very last minute with Arizona. The hottest and best team in the NFL at the moment. Green Bay almost made the Super Bowl last season. Aaron Rodgers still on top of his game. Devontae Adams, like I like I meant, like I talked about earlier in the episode, he is on injured reserve. But overall, the Packers are still really good. Their defense has also stepped up. Their defense has played better than in previous years, in my opinion. So I have the Packers just cracking the top five. Number four is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are blowing out teams. They blew out Chicago. Uh they blew out. They blew out Miami. I mean, they, they're blowing out teams. Their offense looks better than ever. Leonard Fournette cannot be stopped. Ronald Jones cannot be stopped. I'm watching that running game. It's great. Uh, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Their defense is starting to be better than they were. Their Super Bowl hangover is over. They're looking to they're looking um, to really kind of be a top uh, a top tier defense like they were last season. Tom Brady is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So I had the Bucks at four. Three is the Rams. The Rams have not. Yeah, the Rams. Three is the Rams. The Rams have not been talked about as much since they got blown out by Arizona. But the Rams are still one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Matthew Stafford is still playing great. Cooper Cup is having an all-time season. The entire offense and defense is both playing well. The Rams, I still think, have a really, really good chance to go win the NFC. So overall. Rams at three. Number two is the Bills. I know they lost to the Titans. If they did not lose that game, they would probably still be around number one. Maybe still be at number two on my list. But I do have the Bills at number two. They, they're not going to get blown out. Even if they lose, they're, they're going to put up a fight. They're going to play great. Buffalo is one of like three or four teams that I think 
could really be Arizona, especially in the playoffs and especially deep in the playoffs. The defense is still probably the best in the NFL. Josh Allen, uh, Emmanuel Sanders has stepped up as a possible number two option. Stephon Diggs is playing good, obviously. Uh, Cole Beasley is now the third wide receiver. That's a really good wide receiver three. Devin Singletary has also probably played his best season with Buffalo yet as a running back. So Buffalo at two. And at number one, I have Arizona. They are 6-0. I do think that they will beat Green Bay this Thursday in one of the biggest games of the season thus far. Kyler Murray is the MVP of the league so far. Defense is playing good. J.J. Watt on the defensive line playing great. Uh, the running game is not bad whatsoever. They have weapons. DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, Christian Kirk, some wide receivers that have stepped up that we didn't know were going to be as good are now really, really good. B-tier wide receivers, C-tier wide receivers. And that cracks, that finishes out my top 10 list for week seven of the NFL. Tomorrow um, will be my Panthers and Hornets podcast. we got a lot of Hornets to talk about and a lot of depressing Panthers stuff to talk about. But the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes will be a topic in tomorrow's Keep Flying episode. Wednesday and Friday as always. Love you guys and I will see you tomorrow. Peace.